Hello friends, my name is Maximus, and I'll be your dungeon master for this evening. I'd like to welcome you all to the 52nd episode of Caches and Cantrips, where some of your favorite streamers play Dungeons and Dragons live on Friday nights. I'm joined by our amazing cast of Bunny Dreadful, Mac and Cheese Please, Hi. Virtual, Spectre, and Moobs Like Jagger from the GGN crew. Why is Moobs always from the GGN crew? I mean, if you, I mean, there's because we got dudes. There's four of us. They got, you know? they got all the dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But moves is always like like this whole title, you know. Oh, y'all can oh, have titles if you. And want. we have mac and cheese, please, from mac and cheese, please. Yeah, there yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm mac sorry, cheese, please, from mac and cheese, please. Yeah. Oh, is that sorry, what you were looking yes. for? Got you. The famous YouTube Minecraft creator, <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Won tons of awards, accolades, oh, okay, mm -hmm. gets fan art. <laughs> I instantly regret this. <laughs> anyway, hope you all got some much needed uh, rest and relaxation last week. I know I did. I wasn't feeling well, so I had to call the game. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, I also have some bad news is we're not going to have a game. Uh, we might not have a game next week, but stay tuned uh, on the Twitter. We'll let you all know as soon as we can. Um, but you know things are happening. We got stuff going on. So but aside from that everything should be normal um, One good thing is that our podcast is almost up to 1450 plays. I think we're like a handful short So Very nice. if you like the podcast or if you've never even like listened to it or I don't know you want to click it and listen Go for it and I Get will to the gym more often and listen <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and there's a, a link to it. Yeah your swole progress mm. yeah so you can just go to catchthecantrips.com to find mm. the link there which that'll be in the chat or the description or you can type it in based on what you heard from what you mean talking but that's everything you need you can go to our patreon you can go to our merch store which is like right in the site and you can buy some cool merch we have some other stuff upcoming mm. uh, I know that moves wants tank tops and you will yes, have tank tops, please. sir. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Sun's I out, guns out. Brought it up like every day last weekend. So I know. Yep. Yep. She did. So they will, it. it will happen. Um. So we'll have other cool stuff. Uh, whenever, whenever my brain has time to get do brain things. <laughs> nice tank tops, just in time for fall. No, I wear them all the time. So <laughs> no, I live in fall. I live in Southern California. It's hot all the time. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Here it's so hot. Tank tops are bad because they'll just burn your arm. That's true. Village, I see you. I'm I'm working on. I'm trying. No promises. But just know you've been seen. Ronnie packs. packs. Let's R go. Packs. I want to make Ronnie packs, but I haven't figured out the details yet. So. Uh, anyway, no promises. Anyway, so yeah, we're working on we're working on uh, merch stuff, and um, you could also go to our website and look at our Patreon. There's a couple different tiers um, where you can get podcasts early, you can get the actual video episodes early, or you can help me make an NPC. I know I feel like I've been saying this forever, but it's depending on y'all where you go and when you go. But um, they're coming up very soon. Can you so, can trust you hint me. us where to go? You're you don't I don't you don't need hints because you're gonna go there. So oh, oh, oh. okay <laughs> you know, all right what? you don't need hints you're what gonna go miss? there. I was too busy thinking about Ronnie Packs. What did I miss? Yeah, I zoned out. I, I don't know. All, all I came back was like, we're going everyone, to everyone out. Like, Are we going <laughs> no. to Disney? Dad? Don't tell him, Max. Don't tell him. It's gonna be a surprise. Mm -mm. Dad. Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you hear what I just said? You'll have to go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're too lazy for that. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I have to hear my own voice. That's 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 not happening. That's true. That's that's true. Um, I don't like listening to my own voice either. <laughs> to be honest, you, you, you have to. Yep, that's true. Uh, also, if this is your first time here, or if you've just forgotten, all of our alerts are in, uh, are muted, so there's no sound effects and bells and whistles, but we do post them in the chat, and then we also see them in our hearts, so I know all of you that support us via Patreon or subscribing or any of the other awesome stuff following, so we can, uh, I see them and I appreciate them, and I'm glad that you all seem to enjoy something about this D&D show. Um, let me know what it is <laughs> so I can keep doing it. Um, but with that being said, uh, I hope you all are ready for tonight's episode of Casters and Kentress. story last left off with Lord Crawford Cook naming Ron as his champion for the trial by combat. In response, Emperor Oscar Vantis named Sir Destrian Stone to be the champion for the crown. Sir Stone appeared to be a well-seasoned warrior, especially since the crown called upon him directly. It was decreed that the trial by combat would happen the following morning at first light. After Ron got some clarification on the rules and procedures from Chancellor Wyndham, the party made their way out of the throne room and into the entry of the Citadel. The group then spoke with Margaret Pirineau. The barrister was quite surprised that Lord Cook decided on this option, and he apparently did not even consult her about the course of action of choosing a trial by combat. The group asked Margaret about Sir Stone, but she only had some very basic information about him. As the party left the Citadel entirely, it was decided that Vin would change her form and follow Sir Stone to try and gather more information. After a few tense moments where Vin almost lost Sir Stone in the crowd, she was able to, fi or to follow the knight across the city. She eventually followed him all the way to the Bastion on the far side. Just before he entered into the military encampment known as the Bastion, Vin introduced herself, or her alter ego, to the knight, and she struck up a conversation with him in an attempt to fish for some information. Ultimately, she convinced Sir Stone that she would like to join the Dawnbringers and to worship Lathander like he does. Sir Stone escorted Vin to a nearby temple to the Morning Lord, and there, Sir Stone introduced her to the priest that was presiding over the temple. After learning as much information as she could, she left the temple to find the rest of the party. Meanwhile, the Sweet Justice, or the rest of them anyway, were at the local tavern looking for some, uh, some delicious chicken soup sandwiches <laughs> and discussing the upcoming trial by combat. Vin passed on the information that she learned about Sir Stone, including 
that he worships the Morning Lord, and then he was in fact a paladin. The party then spent some time uh, cleaning up in a local bathhouse and getting some much-needed rest before the upcoming fight. The next day, they returned to the throne room, where it had been... The Ilea had been altered to accommodate this grand trial by combat. There were some spectators um, amongst the noble class in the Imperial Court, and as Ron entered the makeshift battle arena, the rest of Sweet Justice found their own seats around the battle to come. The Emperor decreed that whatever the outcome of the trial by combat, he would honor it. After his announcement, the trial by combat began. Ron stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sir Stone, and the paladins both exchanged mighty blows and divine spells. Ultimately, Ron was able to pull through, and he narrowly defeated Sir Stone with a final killing blow. Immediately after the trial was over, Ron cast Revivify on the knights, thus bringing him back to life. When the trial by combat concluded, the Emperor decreed that Lord Crawford Cook would be cleared of all the charges brought forth against him. However, based upon information brought to light during this trial, Lord Kelvin Thornsby would remain the interim Lord of Tustin, while a thorough investigation would be performed, looking into Salon's alleged interference in, in, in the Empire's affairs. After Sweet Justice left the Citadel, they caught up with Lord Cook, and he was happy to reimburse Ron for the diamond expended in bringing uh, the Revivify spell, and Vin was able to make a deal with a local printing shop to print and distribute her zine all throughout the capital. With all of their business concluded in the city of Falshir, the party set off towards Tustin to get to the bottom of what was going on in the Order of Iberus. So, you are exiting the city of Falshir, seeing the long queue, getting into the city where there's still only one gate available to the public. And I'm assuming, well, you're making your way to Tustin? Correct. Heading back home, or I guess HQ. Very well. Okay. So, you are here in Falshir, of course, and making your way up to Tustin here on the map, which normally would take you about seven days, but hey, you've got some horses, so it will only take you about five and some change. So you make your way up to up through the main roads, um, passing by the forest and the Shoya Lake Academy that you all are familiar with. Make your turn to the west over to Tustin and are able to get there without much issue. As it's been stated before, there's still a war ongoing between Ram Crown and Falshir. So there are plenty of not only guards, but the Imperial Army traveling to and fro. So not the safest place for bandits and other ruffians to operate <laughs> currently, especially this close to the capital and the other major cities. So, um, probably midday, 
after five days of travel, um, it is now the seventh of Undesim, and you make your way over to Tustin of the city or the town of which you're very familiar with, as it is the epicenter of your guild. And my epicenter, I mean the only center <laughs> of your guild. Uh, and you make your way there over um, through the gates on the southern side and make your way over to um, the eastern area where the um, guild is sort of built upon the wall there. So, what do you do? So, do we see? So, we were back at the guild. I think first we look for Terran Man. Yeah. Yeah. Raw kicks the door. No, he doesn't kick the door now. <laughs> Should we make a plan before we go in, though? Well, like, do we wrap him up to... a little bit? Do we. No, um, no we're going to talk to Terran. He probably didn't know that Quentin was yeah, being. He, he might have information. He might have to wrap him, him up. up. He's like an old man. Wait. wait He'd yeah. probably die. What if we. Yeah. Uh, we pretend we don't know, and then we say, oh, where is Quentin? And then like see. He probably knows that we know. But then How he will he have know? reaction. We will we will judge reaction. I think we. He can't. He can't be corrupt. He just cannot because the whole reason Order of Iberus was founded is because Terran Van believed in helping people and doing the right thing. It is like the do, did none of you read like when you signed up? You did not read paperwork's describing oh. like like the about us section you did not read that page how would i read that no oh. I, I let you do that Bryn. you just yeah. told yeah. down to sign yeah. but <sighs> okay. i just thought they were going to pay me money for stuff i would do anyways so but, okay well terran van founded order of iberus because he was this great Shit. adventurer adventurer and he was like basically the best guy and he wanted the world to be a better place and he thought what instead of retiring and just being like rich and doing his own thing he instead took all of his resources and started guilds so that uh people could he could he could get people like us to come out into like uh help others in need it is whole point of guild no like it is quentin that cares all about money and things i don't think terran van even cared That's why he doesn't even take care of money. It's probably not even good with it. Because he blew all his starting You know, guilt. every time we try to talk to Terran, Van, he always tells us to go to Quentin. Hmm? Oh, he, he must be very stressed, Quentin not here, having to do all the paperwork, all the day-to-day exactly. -day stuff. He must be very stressed. I mean, I said we'd just go in direct, ask him if he heard the news about Quentin and get his thoughts. Okay. And just see what he says. Good plan. So no roughing up. No roughing up. No. Okay. This is very bad. But you, okay. you can't rough him up. He's sort of like uh, like our boss, but more like more boss. Yeah, you call him. You know, I was thinking good cop, sleeveless cop, sexy cop. You can, he's an old man. How old I is can be an man? old woman. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> old man aged. Yep. Yeah, you call him Gramps. That's like Grandpa, right? So you cannot hit your Grandpa. I can be... You'd be surprised. Gramps. Sometimes the Gramps are the strongest one in the room, you know. 
<laughs> okay, Don't fine. We'll go in and we'll do it. you guys. It's straight, and if anything's suspicious, anything at all, you can rough up. How about that? Okay, Ron, what if, um, well, I guess Ron will wink if he would, he would see Ron cast Zone of Truth. Let's just go in and talk. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. So as you had entered your way into Tustin and were devising your plans, um, it was currently raining, just a light little um, shower coming in from the uh, sea to the west. And you open up the sort of large double doors that lead into the Order of Iberus. And when you come in, you see that, that things are in a little bit of like disarray. Um, Things aren't as tidy as they usually are. There are some like, plates, bowls, cups um, left on sort of the grand table in the entrance where you often find other adventurers eating, talking, discussing things. Um, it almost seems rather empty. You see some uh, adventurers sort of um, coming to and fro, doing what they can, um, but there are nearly not enough or not as many people here that you normally are used to um, but as you walk in Taryn is nowhere to be found oh um, you're just in sort of the big main there, chamber there's plenty was, of other areas there in here third in command the under Quentin or is just them two Could running just ask one of the other people if they've seen them Idea. I, I uh, walk up to one of the other adventurers and put my hand on their shoulder and be like, have you seen the old man? Oh, and you sort of tap on the shoulder, sort of a a, a gnome man who is tinkering with some... I kneel down and um, tap on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, tinkering with some sort of mechanism, and he says, oh, um, sorry, what were you asking? The old man, is he in? Have you seen him? I think he was in, um, well... Quentin's office looking mm. for some things what have you heard about Quentin lately I heard he uh there's a little dust up maybe well I wasn't here but uh we well all heard that uh, he was apprehended by well some of the um imperial arcanists and sort of swooped in and taken and swooped out of here um and well, word has sort of trickled down that he uh, is a traitor to the crown, oh, and that's well, crazy, right? I think Can't and, uh, accurate. Probably over half of the order have left. So like left, left, yeah. like not oh. like they're just not here right now, but like they are like no longer part of order, right? <gasps> no longer part of the order. So, okay, so we are going to be able to get all the jobs. Doing what I can to fix things around here and. Um, how about the old man? He certainly needs it. Hmm. Okay. Well, appreciate the information. I'm gonna try to find him. Should be over in that way and just point you in the direction that you've gone many different times. Half right, well, the people, huh? Mosey over. This is not, the. Uh... Well, it's good that we get more job, but it's not good for uh, order. Uh, oh, no. Be, be stretched thin. That's terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, I 
you know, I need whatever money I can kind of scratch together at this point, but um, I don't see it lasting very long, to be honest. I'm sure a lot of us will be moving on pretty soon, unless there's some drastic changes, so. No, you, you can't move on. There will be uh, changes. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. And your name was, sorry. You mean, didn't we work together on our jobs? Don't remember. <laughs> There's a high possibility. What? You know, really? I've been, we've been on the road for days now. My mind's a little hazy. Apologies. Right. Um, you can call me Tobias. Tobias, that's right. It was right there in the front of my mind. Toby. <laughs> right. You're a um, good man, Tobias. Not good enough to be remembered, apparently, but um, that's okay. Hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm gonna go back to fixing some things. So. He is uh back to fixing a couple of uh things. We worked with him before. Um, I mean, I'm you've all been like, in the guild around like, before, uh, but not not since your current adventures started. Ron just whispers like, Ron has no idea who he is. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was a complete lie. I still don't remember him. Uh, Does that make me an asshole or what? Um, I mean, I don't mm, care, but... Um, no. Yes. Ron's not sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's find old man. Yeah, let's head towards Terran Man. Okay. So you make your way um, back through the hallways um, where some of these like spirit chambers are for people to stay in, where Terran Van's room is, and then Quentin's office. Um, and you sort of uh, approach. Um, you can see with the doors open that um, Terran is sort of seated at Quentin's desk and his head is in his hands. Um, there are just papers sprawled uh, all around the office. And it just kind of looks like someone that is sort of at their wits end. Like they, they don't know what to do next at this point. And they're just trying to take a, a solitary moment or two just to figure out what they're going to do now. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Venn. Oh, um, I mean, he, sir, you see him wipe his eyes a bit and you can see that they're sort of red and, and puffy. And uh, Brynn will kind of like look away as if like, oh, I definitely didn't see that. Like, like act like nonchalantly about it. And oh, hello. Oh, sorry. I was just looking for, uh, oh, there it is. And I'll go over to look at the where the mail stack usually is or whatever. Uh, we are back from adventure looking for new work. And you, if you look over sort of this, like where the mail stack is, you just see a large stack of just, um, just pieces of paper. Look, uh, I'm just going to hand, grab the giant stack of mail and hand it to Vin. It'll start sorting through this. So you look at the papers and hand them to, um, to, to Vin. Vin and you see that they're just stacks of letters of resignation from the guild. Do we know, like, like, did, um... As I'm like looking through the letters, like, are there reasons? Um, just it's varying to. You start opening them. 
they're they're yeah. just pieces of paper. They're not oh, like okay, they're okay, not okay. like in an envelope or anything. They're just okay. Like I thought it was like the, in, the, in the mail inbox. No, okay. no, no, it's just like a stack of papers. And you can see that it's from varying degrees of like civility from, you know, appreciating the opportunities and working with, you know, such a uh, esteemed adventurer, but, you know, based on current events that they can't continue being associated um, straight up to just letters of, you know, your trade, your this whole order is a traitor to the to the empire. And I hope that you that you burn or some stuff like that. So from end to end, people are either very pissed off or cordial or somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. And Taryn sees that you kind of got hand those papers like, yes, um, yes. Uh, you don't you don't have to take the time to write a letter if, if you don't want to you could just oh, tell me we're not, and um, we're not here to oh. uh resign we're here to pick up our next uh, job is the oh. um, ron hands him a, a donut from our travels there's a uh, <laughs> anything we can do uh field master oh um and he just seems just really like overwhelmed and like a mix of just complex emotions of just Heartbreak and, and joy and, and hope, but also just self-doubt all kind of mixed in at the same time. And he just kind of just like takes the donut from you and, and he's just kind of awkwardly holding it, not really understanding what you just did. And he's just just holding it because you handed it to him. Essentially, he's not eating and he's not doing anything with it. Oh, um, well, things are a, um, a little, um, sorry. Things are a little um, in disarray right now, but I'm doing my best. Um, what what job were you looking for? Well, when's the last time you slept? Oh, um, I don't know, a couple of days. Have you eaten? Uh, here and there. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You get some rest. Uh, Belkan, do you want to go on food run? Yes. Name the best meal that you haven't had in a while, and I'll bring it. Or a steak, or something, or anything. Chicken soup sandwiches. Pureed carrots. I, I don't know. His eyes kind of light up when you say that, Bryn. He's like, I am. Um, I remember after my first um, adventuring job, uh, and I finally had enough coins to rub together in my pocket, and I uh, stayed at this god awful inn. But um, they had chicken soup sandwiches, so um, I don't remember the last time that I had one. But if you're oh, willing, perfect. then I would be very happy to um, yes chicken soup sandwiches maybe some ale sort of thing i'm going to start reading because uh let's just say i'm the better reader of the group figure out what everything and i just kind of look at the desk with like a little bit of apprehension in my eyes figure out what so, all of this is well Belkin. if you're all willing to help there's um the ledger is here but i'm i'm not much of a numbers person that's why i well, I asked someone else to do it. Um, so oh, here. Tobias. Oh, uh, well, he's doing what he can to repair anything that's broken and kind of keep things in ship shape, so. But the people came and 
destroyed the guild? Or I damage? I wouldn't go that far. There's some damage. Yes, just people angry, and and I understand that. So people well, angry people when they were left. angry when they left. Oh, yeah. there is no need for this. You did not know about Quentin, surely? I did not. Um. The uh, ledger, I, I could use some help making sense of what's going on in here. Um, mm -hmm. I can't find a lot of the contracts um, that were pending or that were due for to be um, well assigned. Um, I, and he points to underneath Quentin's desk to a large safe. I can't get this open. I don't know the combination. Um so oh we can probably get into that we don't need a combination didn't one of us learn lock picking uh i started practicing it but do like do i know how to pick locks now or not yet mm. this is one that she could sit and try it for hours without anybody to tell her to stop i Just totally so can i could continue to learn <laughs> it's a win-win Y'all can y'all can figure something out. We can get with that or deal with that later. So, okay. um, good at math. Spell. Ron, you're good at math. What stat is related to maths? Intelligence. It's probably me. I'm um, I'm okay at math. I will do this part. So I'm getting food. Uh, if if you went to, uh, you're welcome to do the math part. But I thought you would probably prefer to go on the food run. What's that? Math? I'm joking. I know what math is. Oh, I don't do it though. <laughs> I was very concerned for a moment there. Ron is we uh... a place that does the the chicken soup here in Dustin because it's like a chicken. It's like a chicken pasty, right? It's probably like it's just like a like an in food, right? Mm -hmm. You can get it anywhere. Or... Yeah, you could just go to a local like oh, there's a local tavern that probably carries or or makes it. Make the chicken soup, you put it in the pasty, and you cook yeah. it, and it's a chicken soup that you can hold in your hand and eat like a sandwich. Yeah, like an adult hot pocket. I and really chicken want soup one right okay. now. Oh, like from uh, Tussin Great Bake Off, yeah. Ron remembers. <laughs> you guys have fun with the stuff, I'm gonna go get the food. Ron would just not clean up after when we're yeah, I think off. while Ron's cleaning, Bryn will just kind of like give him random orders like go put this over there. Uh, can you find something that looks like this? Like those kind of things. And I'm going to start trying to sort through the paperwork because I'm the only one with a really high intelligence, I think. So Ben's um, going to pick the lock. Ron, as hey. you are sort of trying to clean up around the office, um, as things are sort of just in disarray, it was Quentin was definitely a man where like it's dirty, but he knows where everything is kind of thing. He had a system. Um, as you're sort of picking up papers and trying to clean the area up, you find a stack of contracts. Oh, contracts. <clears throat> like the ones oh. Terrence looking for or what we were looking for? Like the um, pending ones. Some of, uh, it's sort of a smaller stack, but these are, um, sort of the pending ones. They, they are the same list that Quentin told you, um, the last time that you were here. So those lists of contracts, including the, the protection detail. Um, at the uh, island coming up in uh, a couple months time. Okay. 
probably will organize the pending ones to the applicable ones that we're looking for. Is there like um, the people? Is there like a job listing, like a board where I can like put up job listings, or everyone just went straight to Quentin and he just handed? It just kind of went to him, and then he kind of doled them out, kind of thing. He was sort of in charge of like all the operations and stuff, so you had to report to him, pay the dues, do all those things, get contracts. Okay. Let's see. And Ron wants to implement the job board where contracts go <laughs> up and people take them. And then yep. go to the new Quentin. <laughs> the yeah, new we need Quentin. to maybe get a like a like a help wanted uh, situation out there. Like mm. we need that we need to replace Quentin. Oh, maybe I can use my zine. Cool, oh. this is a good idea. Without mm -hmm. uh, help wanted uh, notice. Okay, so let's see. Help wanted, and I'm like writing this down. Um, what kind of person are we looking for? What are the trustworthy, qualities? Trustworthy. Uh, loyal. Um, good at maths. Loyal. Nice. Quentin was never nice. We need someone nice. But personable. Organized. Very important. Personable. Mm -hmm. Organized. Smart. Uh. Well. Multiple Wait. languages a plus, not you know, mandatory. This kind of reminds me of the girl at the library. Yeah, but that's like her dream job. She won't want to do this. She'd be very mm -hmm. good at this, but I don't think she would want to. Wait, uh, is it books order order Iberis. His name is tarnished, so maybe we have to uh, untarnish oh. name and say, "Oh, we have four uh, feathered adventures of." Oh, maybe not. I mean, not just Ventus. We want jobs everywhere. It's it's a new guild name. Oh, you just say we rebrand completely. Oh, Order of Sweet Justice. Yes. Oh, I don't know if Taryn's going to go for that, but we could ask. We could Let's do... wait till he's eating his chicken soup sandwich and then we bring it up. Okay. Sweet. Maybe because we're like, sweet justice. So if like someone if does something like dumb, delicious adventures guilt. The what? Delicious adventures guilt. What about the uh, justice uh, guilt? So the guilt of justice and sweet. Sugary donuts. sweet. Do donuts not to drugs? How about that? His name. Not the, that's a slogan. That's not. Oh, that's not the name okay, of a okay. guild. This has got to sound powerful. It's got to sound like you want to hire that. The moment you hear the name, you're like, you know, they get the job done. So we kill bad guys. So Val, can you come back with the food and and you know, the old man Van takes the seat, you know, and just tries to eat the chicken soup sandwich, and he sort of just listens to you all, and he's like, "Do we have to change the name?" Oh no, we're just trying to help. No, we uh, we are just thinking ideas. I mean, I would. I mean, I might be convinced, but then we have to go all through the process again of of getting a charter and getting oh. the um, well, the, the Lord and the Crown to sign off and registered. Eh. And I it's a don't doing business as. It's not to change the name. You're just like we're doing business as. 
happens or, all the time. Or, say we don't change name, what if we take whatever the highest profile contract is, Sweet Justice, us, we go out and we complete it, so everybody knows that uh, Order of Amir is still doing good work. There are mm -hmm. any high profile contracts? Oh, well, let's see, and I'll start flipping through the contracts. We have There's... that one. Oh, yeah, yeah Ron found. The one that uh, we were gonna do? Ron found contracts, and here are the pending ones, and these well, are the one the that's gonna pay us a lot of money, that one. With all the rich people. Oh, the five five thousand gold one, yeah. Which meant rich party. You do find a contract um where they're looking for um a protection detail for a three dragon ante tournaments. That's right. And um it is located at Sapphire Paradise on the Isle of Sarcel, which is just to the west off of the continent. And it is paying 5,000 gold pieces to complete. Um, how much is that tattoo that I want? <laughs> uh, you'll be a little more specific because I don't remember which one you wanted. <laughs> um, it was, um, it was a rare one. Um, was it the armor one or the... It wasn't the armor one. I think it was like blood something. I want that blood something tattoo. Uh, I mean, I had it bookmarked, I thought, but like, oh, you wanted the, the blood fury tattoo. I think so. It was the one where like, if I die, I go to one. Gotcha. Um, I don't remember which one that is, but, um, if it is rare, um, from what I remember, life, life well tattoo, 5,000 well. gold. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, um, one K gold for just the procedure. And then I think it's 5k gold pieces worth of materials of rare materials too. 5k total. Yep. I look at the so group and I'm you... just like, and my eyes are like wide. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll hand that contract to, uh, Taryn. We were all supposed to do this anyways. Quentin said that we oh. could do it. It's a bunch of rich people and there's a contest so we could maybe like have little while we are doing guard duty we could have like maybe little like business card holders sitting on table nearby to sort of like advertise the guild. Right. Um all right. I I will get on top of this and I will reach out um to um well the sources here as they had chosen to remain anonymous at first. It's pretty standard procedure with sort of the um like higher echelon type people that would want to be doing this sort of thing. So I will reach out to them. I will let you know the details as soon as I can. Um, just I think the tournament is in two months time, perhaps three. Um, I'll check. I There's plenty of time though. So yeah, a lot of lead time to get these things sort of set up and um, organized. So speaking of tournaments, we were also on our way to uh, Valkan here is to compete in a tournament of sorts oh. and we could sort of uh, also advertise to see there are other people with battle skills there maybe we could get some recruits right where's where is this tournament i'm not oh, familiar well, it's sort of over in emberholm oh um one be very careful um mm -hmm. of who you tell what ties you have and, and where um oh what specifically 
Well, we've done some work for the, um, the crown, right? And thanks to you all getting us in the good graces before, well, this happened. So, um, maybe not the best idea to, um, so maybe don't advertise. Don't wear a feather. Okay. I, right. Um, I mean, they're not really in style much anymore, but, you know, to each their own. Question about the feather, Terran. Do you know a place I could get uh, one made? I... Yeah, the ones that the Emperor gave us. Oh! Yeah, that's Oh, better. Emissary of the Golden Feather. Oh, yeah. I thought... I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about outfits and accessories and, and sorts. Um, oh, feathers soldier. were a big thing a while back. Anyway, um, I, I have... Well, those are only made by the Crown. Wait, but if I wanted, like, a fake one made, where would I go? I... That would be highly... Illegal, well, and you would have to. Situ- no, I understand, <laughs> but like I lost mine, you see, and I don't want the emperor to find out that I lost it. Oh, you that should be very bad for that. me and for you. Well, I didn't. Uh, uh Ron doesn't think emperor will remember. Okay, if we're all we're all pretty sure it's not going to be a problem. Okay. You know, I, we could always just tell him, like, hey, can we get a new one? Um, the worm ate it. They don't know the worm. They didn't see it. They don't know yeah, how scary we'll it was. They, ate it. They, they don't have to know, do they? They don't know. Just really didn't want to we ask fight a lot of there. stuff. We've definitely fought a worm. We fought a worm. And a dragon. They ate it. And as far as I know, that guy is a worm, so. That's actually uh, very true. Uh, we'll, okay, so we won't advertise there, but we'll go do that, and then when we come back, we can do this good job, and we can try to advertise, uh, along the road, maybe. Oh, what if we also hold a recruiting festival? Ooh, We show off uh, adventurer's skill, get the people excited, we maybe Mm. have a food stand, eat people eat food. Yeah, and Uh, we can charge, like, uh... I don't know, a, um, a silver to get in, you know, like make it a whole thing, and, uh, a spectacle, yeah. if you will. And we can we talk can about like our epic stories, yes. raise money for the guild. Falcon can do his sword dance, punch, jump on kick top thing. of things and punch them yeah. to death. I can light things on fire. Uh, maybe not fire. Oh, I like the I fire. I mean, we can have yeah, an arena. I can light things on fire. He just sort of just looks just overwhelmed and, and teary eyed. That's that's a great idea, and thank you. That would possibly help. Um, Depending on where it's held, we would have to get, of course, permission from a local lord, and, uh, well, um, between you and me, Thornsby is sort of a... um, Well, likes his coins, so it costs us us quite a bit to do that here, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, if Thornsby's in charge, I forgot about that. That means Brannis is here. We should get out of town. But, yes. Um. Right. Thank you so much for the help. Um, and um, if you think you can get into the safe, I would be very grateful. Ron just goes up to Taryn and just gives him a hug. He gives you a big hug back. Sort of, you see, you feel his shoulders sort of slump down, like some of the weights lifted off of him, and he just, just enjoys the moment. 
we will get through this together, Guildmaster. But one thing at a time. Baby steps. And you hear him just sort of sobbing, and he just you hear him talking like from with his head on your shoulder, he's like knew him for thirty years. And now I don't know if I can trust anyone. Do you really even know someone? To be honest, the stories of what you all have done and what adventures you had and and your victory in the trial by combat is really the only thing that's keeping this place not completely in the mud, really, our name, so thank you. Um, I'm glad that you didn't leave. You know, if you have every right to. Um, but that probably would have been the end for us. Oh, no, no way we would leave. Have you seen Vin's pamphlets? We give it to everybody. We tell about <laughs> order all the time. I'm dig in my bosoms and I hand him one. <laughs> Is this a, um, sort of hand drawn, like Vin's pamphlet? Or is this the first issue of your zine that had like oh. an ad for Sweet Justice on the back? Oh, this is the hand-drawn one for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he sort of looks and he's like... He's like, oh God. He's like, he just kind of puts his hand on, like you're in your shoulder. He's like, so, so proud of you. <laughs> this is why we like him. He's nice to us when we fuck up. This is, this is marvelous. Well, if you like that, then you'll really like this. And then I dig in and I, I give him the, um, like the actual zine. Mm -hmm. Can you describe what it looks like? Um, like what, what and the your... name. Oh, shit. Did we, <laughs> did we come up with a name? No, that's your job. I, I, I have to do that. Um, <laughs> I've been waffling on stuff. I wrote something down. Chat oh, I, I wrote Chicken the Crazed Chronicles. I kind of like that. Um, I don't know. Something you Chronicles. Got, we'll figure that out. That's future yeah. me's problem. You've, um, you've got you've got a couple different like, you know, A-B testing for your first run. So you have a couple like different names you were trying out and seeing on the page. So it can be whatever you want to hand them at the moment. Sure. <laughs> um, so it's like a... Um, like an off-white paper, like tea-stained almost, you know, with like um, gold fleck and like etching and like this pretty like leafing, like gold leafing around. Um, and then like very newspaper-esque where there are um, like columns for articles and then like um, drawn pictures of um, like the food at the bakery that we ate and like a really heroic picture of Ron. Like, basically, he looks like a superhero with like this beautiful cape and like a crown, and he's like fighting, you know, just like unrealistically, like, like depicting Ron. You're saying Ron. that Ron isn't beautiful and he has a crown. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's just like, like I'm depicting the events to be like better than it actually was. Like he's just like on a pedestal, you know. <laughs> um. And so, yeah, just like these just drawn images and stuff of that, that happened like recently in the last couple of days for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking Beautiful. about. It looks exactly like him. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's exactly how he looks all the time. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And it's sort of like very finely made. It's sort of like that 
sort of like parchment material that has like thread like in like woven into it and um a nice off-white perhaps like eggshell embossed yeah. <laughs> um and he's just like And he turns it over and sees kind of like all the information about like you all and like I think you all decided to like like hire sweet justice and stuff on the back was what you wanted and yeah uh, and he's like is this yours did you make this yeah it's my zine I'm a businesswoman I you all never cease to astound and amaze me so um the reason you're all my favorites. Oh, shucks, and I, like, bumped his, like, shoulder. <laughs> right. Um, well, um, have at it. He sort of points to, like, the large, like, safe underneath Terran's, um, or not Terran, sorry, uh, Quentin's, uh, desk there in the office. And you can see, like, some light, like, scuff marks or, like, people trying to pry and stuff, so. Uh... Ron? Yes. What sort of things does your axe break? Oh, all sorts of things. Yeah. Like safes? It could break safe, maybe, depending on the uh, material safe was made in. Let me give let me give this a shot. Come on, I've been practicing. Okay, we should let Vin try to uh let me try. Pick, pick safe. Go for it. So you've got your thieves tools that you're sort of using in your in your training. And while um, you aren't quite proficient yet, you're still learning. So we'll let you all um, kind of attempt and do some things here on this one. So what I would like you to do, um, you're not proficient, so you can't add your proficiency bonus. But this is a straight dex roll. Straight dex. So I'm not adding anything. I'm just rolling or am i and rolling then, yeah, i think your dex, dex modifier is a plus zero um and just to kind of give you a heads up before you roll oh before um, i roll okay or no, whenever you you're sort I of roll. picking a locks there's no you can't like retry if you fail um, oh interesting so it's not a time-based thing it would be you know if you roll and you fail then that would mean that the lock would be beyond your skill to open necessarily oh. I can't so, like go try again or like. Does anybody have like a, a magic is, trick that can help her? Maybe. Ron is gonna cheer Vin on with the flute song and give her his inspiration. Nice. And then I think I have something as well. I have uh, something. What check is this? Ability check? Question. It's mark? gonna be. It's essentially a, a skill check, but. Or an ability check, but you don't have proficiency, so she's just rolling a d20 because her dex is plus zero. Okay, but it would be a dex based, is what you're saying? Huh? Uh, I can give you strength, I can give you con. Hold on. I also have magical guidance. Oh, no, when you make an ability check that fails, you can spend one sorcery point to re roll the d20 and you must use a new roll. Could that work? Okay. Yeah, so so Ron already gave you his inspiration, so you could use it to get advantage straight out of the gate. Okay. And then if both of those fail, fail. then you could use your magical guidance to re-roll one of them. So you essentially would have three chances, kind of. Okay, yeah. 
Anybody else can add anything? I can't. I can only add stuff to myself. I, for, I didn't understand how it worked. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> I know, I can't do anything. That's like I forgot yeah, I changed our spells I, at one point. I have Bend of Luck, but I think that's for other people, so I don't think I can use it on um, myself. I'll just hold here. up some light for you to make sure it's very well lit. That's what I'll do. Get to the, like, you know, I cast light to have a little flashlight situation going on. If there's any places to sit, I'm just going to bop in a chair uh, and relax and watch Ben work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you were right. Vin. Doing great, Vin. for others. Yeah, mm. but that's okay. where your your sorceress, um, your magical guidance will come in. So roll two d twenty, take the highest one. No, baby. Okay, the highest one is eight. Um, so that does not succeed. So then I can use magical guidance to re-roll. All right. Come on, come on. Darn it, it's a six. <laughs> six? Well, those were your highest of all three? Yeah, eight, a five, and a six. Fuck you, dice. Oh, is your dex plus zero? <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I do not have any dex. Alright, so you try as... as um, Try as you may, you're, you're fiddling with this lock and trying to figure out the combination, and um, you think you have it a, a, a time or two, but um, you just you can't get to it. It's it's tricky, you know. Uh, picking locks are one thing; most of them are simple, but um, picking uh, something like this or trying to figure out the combo is a totally different story. In a frustrated fury, I'm like, because I'm like sitting on the ground almost like a kid would you know with like i have my, my, my legs crossed and i'm just like really tinkering it i get mad and i like kick the safe and i'm like angry and <laughs> then i throw a fire bolt at it <laughs> you kick the safe it, like it hurts two points of bludgeoning damage uh, <laughs> it hurts you you uh hurl a fire bolt at it and it dissipates onto onto the safe and then I walk away and I'm like, hmm, don't care what's in that safe anyways. And then I sit on the table and I look at Ron and his stupid axe. I was like, you could try. Do, do you want to use axe for a little bit? I don't know how to use the axe. It's fine. I'm not very Ron will teach strong. you. It's okay. You like can like, try with your axe. <laughs> Ron like grabs Vince's hands and like teaches her how to to like swing properly with the with the adamantian axe and where to hit it, like on the hinges yeah, of the I'm safe. I'm like pouting while I'm here. I'm like, this is dumb. It's not gonna work. I hate you, you it. Feel, you will feel much better when you when you will destroy safe. Just don't miss the safe and chop off your foot or something. <laughs> don't when you swing, don't let it go. It will fly back and hit Valkyrie in the head. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll just fun. I'll swat it out of the air. It's fine. Oh, this cool trick. A whole axe. You could just be like, no. If it's a projectile, sure. Oh. Right? If somebody oh. throws an axe at me, I could. I want to see this. How about we go out back and I throw some axes at you? What do you say? Okay. 
All right, cool. We'll be back. This is important. I don't know if I can do it on a throwing <laughs> melee. <laughs> I would assume I can. What if they're throwing axes, like some little ones? I'm sure the guild has like a weapon room. They have some, I think if something some turns things. into a projectile, that it should fall under my ability. For this moment only, you can change your mind later when we're in real combat. But for this moment only, can Bryn go through a bunch of throwing axes? Elva can, and he deflects them. I mean, yeah, it's any, anything like that. That's a that's a missile like he can deflect him like it doesn't have to be like arrows or anything. Like he's he's a monk. So, I mean, if you look yes. at the class feature for your deflect missiles, it's just a uh, OB a ranged weapon attack. So, so it's not. I mean, it well, would be like where it, lacks. it yeah. has a ranged property. Mm -hmm. So, okay, there you go. I mean, I could just catch them. To you wanted. Well, I want to see you swat them out of the air. Get ready, it's coming at you. So we're just in, while they're he's teaching her like they're having a like heartfelt moment. You can just see us out the back window, and Bryn's just like throwing axes as fast as she can at Valkan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you can just deflect him. No big deal. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Unless you don't want to. I catch. I'll, I'll catch the last one. I'm Pretend like I'm gonna throw it back at her, but I don't. Oh shit! Oh, you got me really good. <laughs> I cannot deflect axes. I mean, I could try to just deflect them like with shield. Pretty good at that, actually. But that's what shields are good for. It's true. You know what else? I wonder good how for? they're. Uh... I wonder if they broke it You go to a buffet, yet. and they are all out of plates. You can just take your shield and load it all up. True. Very useful item. Is it flat or is there a, a lot of bevels and? Uh, Rin's shield is made of. I'm trying to think like, how many mugs of ale so you can flat. fit. It's actually pretty flat, but then there's a central sort of like divot where the metal piece is, which is what you use to. So we like, could stack a, a bunch of ale around the middle. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the underside's covered with dragon hide, but like if you hold it upside down, it's pretty pretty flat. Okay. You can actually pour the ale into the middle. Ooh, or like cheese dip. You could like fill this little middle divot with like the dip, and then you could just put all the food around. Have like the whole thing. Is that where you put your hand? No, my like, hand goes into these two straps. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want to eat where your hands been. Well, I wash my hands. Do you? I do every day. Rune's very clean, yes. Mm. Oh, hey, Ron. Hi. Did you come out to get some fresh air? Or? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch this. I assume Ron, we would have gone back inside and by I now. Threw... Right? Oh, okay, yeah, maybe we're walking back inside. I just wanted to throw another axe. Was Ron going to attempt to try and hit um, Ron, yeah, well, Ron was gonna like coach Vin on how to use the axe just to, to make her feel better. So um, maybe she gets some aggression out. Ding. Like, yeah. look, so you look at the hinges, yes, and then swing axe on hinges and and go. She can still use it, she's not proficient, so she's would and so the way that would work is is she'd roll a 
d20 and then it would be minus one <laughs> for her negative strength score or strength modifier <laughs> so you could try it um but you actually can't even make a dent in this safe unfortunately Whoa. Vin can or Ron? <gasps> nobody Vin can. Vin cannot. Oh, so. And Ron still could. I'm just like, I can't do anything right. Oh, sorry, Vin. It is a very strong safe. <gasps> All right, Ron will take over and start swinging. Alright, um, so, and you notice that when Vin was sort of hitting the safe, it had like a, um, almost like a, I don't want to say like, not necessarily musical, but sort of a, like a ringing every time, um, that she went to swing and hit it. It's a large, it almost like reverberates as she's striking it. And, um, as you swing, you can kind of hear this and... Just you're swinging sort of with with all your might and you're making some um, leeway, um, but essentially I'll just kind of give you all this. The reason that Vin couldn't necessarily make a dent into the safe is because it's not made of iron or steel. It is made of mithril. Oh, what does that so mean? she just no matter how hard that she tried, she can't actually hit the safe with that weapon but you can um but instead of rolling and doing ac and damage and all that stuff if you would like to try and open this safe you can it will literally take you all day and you will suffer a point of exhaustion doing it what is mithril i'm writing notes mithril is a a very special type of metal normally found deep in the earth or under mountains um, very highly revered as a strong but light um, and hardy metal, essentially. Is there like it's, something that like sorcerers can't use, but like it's paladins can? Yeah. Oh. It's like a re you can get really good armor made of it usually. Uh, Ron, you should melt this down and make an armor. Yeah, sounds good idea. I think Ron feels that this is important enough to, to spend the time to... Before they destroy the safe. Mm -hmm. Just, you know what? Let's just check. Brand would like to make an investigation check to see if Quentin is the kind of guy, because I know guys like him, and they always keep that passport written down on a post-it under their keyboard. So I'm just going to check the desk for a hidden note of the passport. Investigation. Um, you look and you do not see a, a, a passcode hidden around. Like under desk, inside drawers, looking for false drawers, all that sort of thing. Or like, do we know his birthday or something? Dumb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, um, even though he may seem like one of uh, those kind of type of guys, it's not something that you would be able to easily find. Ron is going to try one, two, three, four... Good thinking. Okay. <laughs> try, try, no. wait, try this one next round. Five, four, three, two, one. 
It's it, um, <laughs> so you're trying the combination. Like, one on one, one, damn. One on one, two, damn. One on one, three, damn. <laughs> yeah, we did that for a little while. The the amount of time that would take to go through all of those numbers and to brute force them would would be. I mean, Taryn Van's got time. Not that kind of time. Does he though? Oh, he doesn't. He's old. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how he's gonna get into that then, but he's on his own. Um, so just if there if there's you don't know how long this this safe combination is. So if it's four if it's four digits, that's ten thousand possible combinations. <laughs> well, just, yeah, just saying if it's five, it's Ron is yeah, just gonna I'm, Joe gets it. I'm just saying Bryn doesn't get that that's... Ron's going to yeah. cast Magic Weapon on the axe and then maybe see if that helps. I mean, you could you can hit it. Like, Magic Weapon's going to last, what, an hour or so, I think? Is that how long Magic Weapon lasts? Um, yeah, one hour. One hour. I just kind of pulled that out of the old um, D&D brain. But yeah, it'll... I mean, it... It would make a difference, but over the amount of time that you would take, like a full eight-hour day, like it'll help, but you're still going to be exhausted afterward. That's but fine. if if you you take the exhaustion, you can get it. You do get it open, so it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time in this case. Ron's all so. sweaty and his armor's off, and he's just swinging away in his loincloth. <laughs> he's like, body gets it open and just falls to the floor. Like, oh, it's done. And also, just to kind of uh, remind too that um, even though that your armor is elven chain, Vin, meaning that you can wear it even though you don't have to be proficient, it is more than likely made of the same material, with it being so light and flexible. Hmm. Well, so you already have mithril armor. That's cool. Not technically mithril armor, but yeah, so it makes sense for it. But um, as you all kind of arrived, like a little before the afternoon, like it's nine. 10 o'clock at night until you finally just um, make enough headway to just break off um, like the hinges and just kind of get this thing open. Um, you've been kind of going at it all day, but you can finally get it open. Thankfully, you have this um, adamantine axe to kind of get you through that. And what you see um, inside of the safe are a lot more um, papers. You see a second ledger oh um you see a stack of other contracts previous contracts contracts you haven't seen or heard of before um you see a notebook in there as well um and i believe that i didn't have you roll for this while he was hitting um for Bryn, make it just an investigation check to look through the just one ledger that was found on the desk. Hmm. It's an investigation. Yep. Twenty. Dirty twenty. Yeah. As you're looking through sort of this ledger, the you recognize the transactions and like run of the mill like business like guild dues, contract, you know, money coming in, those sort of things. But sort of like the, the balance sheet, like at the end, based on what kind of money was coming in, like this guild should have went under years ago. 
They, they were definitely not making enough money to sustain a, like an order even of this size. Is that suspicious in that like it sh we should have been if everybody was going out on missions and paying their dues? Nope. It, it's it's suspicious in that how did the door stay open on this place if you if enough money wasn't being brought in to sustain it? Um, Taryn, I need to ask you a sort of difficult question. Of course, because he's kind of like rubbing his eyes and like bong here in the background <laughs> as Ron is just like going at it on this like on this safe. Sorry, this is uh, maybe not the best time, but I think we cannot wait to deal with this later. Uh, if I'm doing the math correctly, this it, the guild is not making any money. I don't mean now. I mean previously. Well, I mean, we, we don't do it for profit. We just take enough just to keep the doors open, you know. No, and that's make what sure I'm that saying. We... You're not making enough to keep doors open. How do you pay rent? How do you well, pay I mean, taxes for the city? How I, do you pay for food? Well, Quentin took care of all of those things for us. But the, where he, where was he getting this money from? It is not here. I, I, well, I mean. You we are barely to... making enough to stock the fire in the hall with firewood. Well, I mean, he did raise the guild dues once Thornsby came in and, well... Right, he... but were people paying them? Like, there's no money coming in. This, and you know that the guild dues being raised is a very recent thing. This wouldn't have been, mm -hmm. like, something to deal with this. I... So what are you, what are you saying that we... What are you saying? I'm saying, is there some other source of income that is not reflected here? Not that I... Did you get, like, what? a grant when you went to open guild way back when? And you've been living off of this? No, What I mean, about, uh, we, I mean, we put... donations? Do you have donations, benefactors? No, we... So Quentin well, was just materializing money out of thin air. I don't know. I mean, I pulled my money together when I stopped adventuring to open this place and... I thought it would be enough for a while, and then when we started charging the dues, that it should have, you know, been just enough to make sure that we could still operate. That's, that's as far as I knew. I, 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 didn't, I don't have a benefactor. I don't have any other money. I mean, we Something throw our own food right. to cut down costs. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad or be alarming, but you have to... You would need to shut it down like yesterday. And you, um, about this time, Ron, you finally get the safe open and kind of pull some of these items out. And like I had mentioned, there is a notebook. There is um, some other contracts in there as well as um, another ledger. Oh, uh, Bryn, there's, there's a lot more stuff in here. Like a notebook, Ooh. ledger. I was just read here with everything you said, Max. I'll grab the ledger and look at that first. Right. Yeah, make me another investigation roll. Mm -hmm. 13. A 13? Um, as you were looking through this ledger, um, a lot of sort of the line items are written in a cipher. 
and some of these line items are bringing in quite a bit more money um and you do not well you don't recognize currently um what these items were and what it's supposed to be if i compare the ledgers is it clear that this one's where the money is coming from and what should have like basically the information that's not making things add up properly in the other ledger is here okay. yeah oh this can, is a cipher definitely... i don't really know anything about ciphers Did my helm of languages know the cipher thing um this isn't a language is more of a code so there's kind of a, a little distinction there this isn't like a, a different language it's like something that he may have but made like, up just to make sure would i know the, like the code like like do i just like am i all knowing when it comes to like literary things no but you can read any language okay so if it's an actual language that it, if he was just trying to like write it in like draconic or something then Suddenly you would be able him. to read it but this sure. isn't this is another language maybe this notebook will have some answers yeah, can I investigate the notebook? Sure, you open Maybe it up. Maybe it has something to help me break the code. Yeah, yeah I'll open it up. You open it up, and it is also in code. It's coded. You can make an investigation roll on this one as well. Okay. Is it an investigation on the notebook, just to see if I can get any information out of it, or an, or an investigation to try and break the code? You, you will not gain any information until you break the code. Okay, I, then if this is to break the code, I'm going to use an inspiration. Okay. And I will um, give her a bend of luck die. As okay. Well. So what's that mean? I, I roll a d4 and you add it to your whatever it is. So with inspiration, I got a 16. And I give you a plus one as well. It's a 17. Okay. Uh, a 17 it's a it's a difficult cipher but he's not like a wizard or anything so after spending some time with this notebook and you're able to sort of kind of suss out what some of the cipher is and luckily it's the same as was on the ledger so being Good. able to break this helps you out with the ledger as well but you can see that uh, in this notebook there are just various contacts different um sort of mercenary companies um information people who to talk to um there are associated um associated mercenary companies in this sort of ciphered ledger um where you see things like finder's fee and like large influxes of gold coming in um from that um, and then you see um, other like symbols next to um, the line items in the ledger and they're not codes they're just sort of like a uh, like a symbol that is um, representing something if that okay. makes sense um, yeah what are the but, symbols or um, there you know are I'm right now there's several different ones it's like you know one of them might be like a key one of them okay. um, might be like an X with a circle around it um, one of them might be like a rude, like crudiment, like a rudimentary drawing of like a dagger or something along those lines. Um, you notice that one, all of the ones that have those symbols next to them, um, are tied directly. It'll say a different like mercenary operation or a company and then have that symbol. Uh, the ones with the key, the lion item, all it has is a key and that is it. And in the, uh, ledger. Um, there you see a key 
inside uh, of that ledger as well uh, with no associated um, contact information with it. And who was looking at the contracts? Uh, Ron was, since he was in there. Yep. Um, so the contracts, you can also see um, some of the associated symbols. You see some with a key, some with like daggers, some with other symbols that are sort of on the like earmarked corner of all of these contracts. Sort of related in some way. Um, but as we all or you all are getting to the bottom of what all these things mean, we can go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, um, you can try and figure out what the heck is going on here and dig up a little more information. Oh, this is crazy. So um, don't go anywhere. Uh, we will be right back. Um, go get some snacks and stretch your appendages and we'll be back for some more D&D. &D. So see you in a bit. <laughs> 